How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hello, my writer friends. I'm thrilled to be back for season four of The Writer's Way podcast. And since you're hearing this and listening, I hope you're happy to be back with me as well. Consider this very short episode a trailer for the new season. A brief show where I let you know how I'm going to structure things because seasons change. Um, here's a classic quote challenge for you because it comes from my brain all the time. Some things never change, but some things do. Okay, I probably butchered that actually because it was so nearly as cool as the actress who said it. It's a line from a movie that literally, it appears in my brain like vividly and frequently. And I can picture the actress as she stood there, picture her face as she spoke. I can hear her tone still to this day. The movie came out almost 20 years ago. So uh, there's a quote challenge. Let me know. Although I probably butchered it. So <laughs> see, maybe I'll find it, find a clip of it and put on. Anyway, over the past three years, you know, I've done a variety of things here on the show. I started with interviews. I spent over a year strictly interviewing other indie authors with varying levels of experience. Often it was brand new authors. Uh, because I wanted to know how they had made it happen for themselves. So the idea behind that season was really, there's so many of us out there that want to write a book. We have a book inside. We're desperate to get it out. It's a bucket list item, but not everybody makes it happen. And I really wanted to bring that real world, real person experience and that that perspective, I guess. I wanted to bring that brand new author perspective to other people who weren't authors, published authors yet, but wanted to be. And so I did that for a long time and it was great. I think that those new authors were really inspirational, motivational for a lot of people out there. But after I had interviewed a lot of people, they were saying uh, the same thing every show. I asked everybody, what's the trickiest part about this whole process? And this was back when I was just doing publishing coaching. So how to get the book out there. Every single guest, except for maybe one who had a marketing background, <laughs> said marketing. That, of course, it feels really hard when you're going through the project management and you're getting the book published. But afterwards, you realize that the marketing is actually more difficult. And so after hearing, I don't know how many countless authors say this, the struggle that the, they had the most was the marketing. I switched what I wanted to talk about to marketing, but of course, alongside that, in the background, I was reading books, taking courses, learning, 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 and that's really where my passion moved to. But anyway, I think second season, I went looking for guests who could speak to certain specific things, things like seasonal books, rapid release strategy, and how it related to children's books, if it was worth it or not, ads, diversity in children's literature, lots more specific topics. During the pandemic... My recording schedule got messed up, you know, right along with the rest of our lives. And I really fell off the podcasting wagon. But the truth is, I miss it when I don't do it. I miss helping in this way. I figure for those people, 500 or so of you, thank you. Big thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's a way to help you in a way that's easy for you to learn because you can plug me in and go for a walk or, you know, do the laundry, make the dishes. That's how I listen to podcasts. So I assume that's what you're doing too. And, and it's just another way for me to reach a lot of people and help, right? Anyway, this summer, I, I put my thinking cap on, so to speak. Okay, I sat outside with my beautiful outdoor furniture, and I tried to ignore the smoke from the forest fires raging in the nice province. I wanted a good system for this season, a way that would 
keep me on track, A, but also cover my expenses, B. Because while you probably can podcast for free, I haven't gone that route. (laughs) It's not really my style because I love software programs that make everything more efficient and effective and easier and cut down on time. And of course, there's costs. Of course, there's some costs just from doing that, the podcast hosting and things like that. Here's the plan. Every month, starting now, after this episode, I'm going to cover one topic and each week will be about that topic, but we'll have a different focus. So I plan to do a book review or a course review relating to the topics because I've taken so many courses and lots of people ask. I'm happy to share the ones that I liked. I won't share the ones that I didn't like, (laughs) especially if they're well-known people giving them. So the first week will be a book or course review, talk about the topics, and you can decide if you want to read it or take it or look more into that. The second week will be a strategy episode, which uh, is overall, here's the broad picture, the 30,000 foot view type thing. Then a logistics episode, because sometimes that's where we get more stuck, the nitty gritty. How do I actually connect this to that? What do I say here? What comes first? That kind of stuff. So logistics. And then because I've been around for a while, I've learned some stuff here and there. So there's also going to be a ninja tips episode. I'm really excited to deliver this, this content about marketing, book marketing this way. So fingers crossed, nothing derails me again, right? Feel free to hold me accountable. Send me a message and tell me you miss me if I stop recording. That helps so much. I can't even tell you. Okay, now let's talk about the money, honey. Producing this show costs around $600 a year in software fees. And we won't talk about the hours of my time planning and preparing and recording and fixing up the audio and then getting it out, all that kind of stuff. We won't talk about if I were getting paid for it, what my hourly fee would be. But it's definitely a con when it comes to continuing with the podcast. I'm sure similar to people who produce YouTube videos. I figured out a fun way that brings me joy and that I think will help you all out as well. And it's at a price point that's like a no-brainer. So I'll be adding on a newsletter component to the show. Now, if you've been around me for more than a minute, you know that I am a huge email fan. One of the courses I took last year was email marketing. I had planned actually because I was really disenchanted with book marketing and the whole industry and Amazon. It's really disenchanted. And I decided that I was going to just do something else, not even, you know, like let my books just languish basically. So I took a very expensive email marketing course and learned all about it. And it totally, totally re-energized me about my own marketing. But it also gave me another income stream because I started marketing for other people, started writing emails for a marketing agency. So I write emails for a whole bunch of different businesses. And I get to write, I get to let my personality shine through uh, in some of them, and in some of them, I have to make their personality shine through, of course. But it's it's really fun, and it's impactful for the business owner because they make more sales. They get more clients. They sell more products. It works. Plain and simply, it works. And so that's why I'm an email fan. So I'm adding on the newsletter because I've learned so much about emails and newsletters. So I enjoy doing it. It's easy, and I like it. I like to write. And from what I hear, feedback-wise, people like to read what I what I write. So for just $5 a month, you can sign up and you can get four emails, I guess newsletters, we're going to call them, a month 
that correspond to these podcast episodes. And because I can't always fit everything into the show, because sometimes I forget to say things, because there's some things that I can't like do on a podcast. Like I can't share a spreadsheet with you on a podcast. I can't show you how to use a spreadsheet on the podcast. I can't show you like Facebook ninja tricks on the podcast, right? Go here, click here. It just doesn't work good. So those types of things, as well as Cole's notes versions of the actual shows, not a transcript because those things are horrible to read. Tips, tricks, things for you to try out in your own marketing and, and I'll you know, probably throw some other fun stuff in there just because I learned so much and I need a place to share it. So four email newsletters a month for $5. To me, it's a no-brainer. I don't know. Let me know what you think. If you think that's too much, I figure it should be just enough to cover my cost for the year. So, oh, oh, you're all waving your $5 bills at the phone. I can feel it. I can feel it coming across. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. That's so nice. But not yet, you eager beavers. Not yet. I'd like you instead to sign up for a free month. So this month coming up, September 2021, sign up for a free month and then see what you think. Okay. And in four episodes after this one, I'll be sharing the link either, you know, on, on here on air. Can I say that one here? Or in the emails for how you can sign up for the, the $5. And if you don't feel like it's good value and you don't want to do it, then you just opt out and no harm done, right? So that is the plan. That's all for now, just to let everybody know what's happening with the show moving forward. Keep listening now to the next episode for the first show talking about September's topic, the anticipation. I'm not telling you. (laughs) Bye for now, my friends.